0: Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordane Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And what you just heard is our
1: new theme song by Clutch Douglas. We are a real podcast with real music made by real people as of today.
0: Oh my God. It's it's so exciting. Um, The song is called (laughs) 58008 and... You can, and it's on their album, Big Ego, which you can listen to them on Bandcamp.
1: Yes. And they're they're a Seattle-based band uh, duo. Um, and we had a, I had a delightful time listening to their music, trying to figure out like what would be the right intro. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, so many bops though. Exactly. I was bopping. <laughs> I was thorough bopping. But this was like the one that we both agreed captured the spirit of bad romance.
0: Yeah. Yes, I do. I indeed believe so. And thank you so much, William Bibiani, for putting us into contact with this lovely, lovely band. William also is the person who requested we do Simply Irresistible. So William's really like a fan MVP right now.
1: He is. He's <laughs> he's like bringing quality to us um, in all of the ways. And, and he's a great Twitter presence. So oh, yeah. You know, I he's, recommend a follow. He's lovely. Yeah. Uh,
0: so a little less lovely is this week's film, <sighs> 2005's The Family Stone.
1: It is it I I did get stoned halfway through because I was so angry, I was afraid I was gonna turn it off. Okay. I was like, I need I need like a separation between my brain and this movie. <laughs> so bad. The Family Stone is
0: like is a film that I have been, like, obsessively watching for years. I remember watching it when it came out, and I've been watching it at different portions of my life within, like, the last, I guess, 12, 13 years since it's been a thing. This is the first time watching it for this podcast that I realized that there is a monster in this movie. This is a secret monster movie.
1: It is. It is secretly a monster movie, and I also... Um, I've only seen it two, maybe three times total, but I do remember the last time I saw it was a few years ago, and I I remember enjoying this movie, and I knew, like, the last time I saw it, I knew it wasn't great, and that there were flaws, of course, but it, it was an enjoyable watch, and this time I was filled with many different kinds of rage. Um, it's still very watchable, despite that, because of the cast, but but in a, a self hatred way <sighs> like, yeah <laughs> i was self-harming by watching this
0: okay so um, the family stone was written and directed by thomas bazucha or bazooka or bazooka or bazooka or bazooka either way thomas um this director is um an openly gay writer director just for just for context um He, uh, his big, the movie that, uh, people tell me that he's done that's really great that I have not seen is Big Eden, um, which is, uh, a gay rom-com that I'm actually considering writing about, you know, once I watch it. And he's also directed, uh, Monte Carlo, which is that thing with Selena Gomez, Leighton Meester, and Katie Cassidy, that, that
1: thing that exists. That thing. <laughs> that's, that's the best summation of it. I think sometimes you're just like, yeah, you know, it's that thing, and it's there. And here are the people comprised. And I-
0: excuse me as I as I stutter through this because I do not know how to. I'm actually shocked that I'm coming into talking about the family stone for this podcast not with full delight and if you actually check my letterbox review of this movie and uh, my letterbox rating it, it is four stars and I stand by that four stars because it's a great horror movie
1: it is it is it's just it's uh the genre is misrepresented yeah um in in the marketing but it is it is a horror movie it's a psychological I would definitely say it's a psychological thriller at points. Um <laughs> the viewer is left traumatized and gaslit uh, many times in the movie. Um as are as are a few of the key characters. Um and we've got a we've got a real like stacked cast very here. Very stacked cast. We've got we've got Diane Keaton,
0: Craig T. Nelson, Dermot Mulroney, Luke Wilson, um Rachel McAdams, Sarah Jessica Parker, Claire Danes. <sighs> like some real heavy hitters here and also the very, very sweet, um, Elizabeth Reeser, who is known for (laughs) playing Esme in, in the Twilight movies, which (laughs) I, I love her so much. Um, she also plays the very nice wife that Charlize Theron is mean to in Young Adults. (laughs) oh yes 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 i do love her and she's the mom in ouija origin of evil which is actually a good horror movie Surprisingly, like the first Ouija movie, like ignore it, but this, the, but the prequel with
1: her (laughs) is good anyway. Um, I've never seen her in a role where I didn't like her. She's she's, although I,
0: yeah, she, yeah, she's even likable in this because she really doesn't do anything wrong like everybody else. She's like,
1: yeah, she's like literally one of the only characters that's just like a neutral force in a really refreshing way. Like, she's like that family member that you want to go find so you can just like sit and like have a little champagne and not be stressed out. Um, oh, that's also whole vibe. <laughs> yes. Also Paul Schneider
0: is here from the first two seasons of parks and recreation. And then he left and then Adam Scott came and that's all that people remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he really did get a race there. He did. Yeah. I mean, does anybody ever mention Brandanowitz past season 3?
1: No. Definitely <laughs> not. Like he gets buried. <laughs> oh, Brian J White, you know, is also here. Oh, yes.
0: Yes. He's he's here. Um as as the token black person in this cast. Yes, he's here. Uh, okay. So The Family Stone Is one of those movies where you can kind of tell that uh, no women were involved in making it,
1: yeah. The the it's it before we started recording, uh, Jordan and I were talking about how. Throughout the course of recording this podcast, we've both been thoroughly disappointed by some, you know, female writers and directors who who engineered some really bad rom-coms. And And it's not even that they're bad, but it's it's rom-coms where it feels like someone who hated women made them. Um, and this one, in my opinion, at least feels like the creators don't like women or, or not even don't like women, but just have never, like, actually listened to one talk and, like, actually experienced them as a full person. Like, there's always this yeah. heavy filter because I just, I had a hard time believing. It's not that I couldn't even believe it the characters. It was just the way that they were presented.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, the, <laughs> the. <laughs> Our, our film begins with, uh, we have Dermot Mulroney and Sarah Jessica Parker. They're a couple, they're at a, they're at a store. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker is on a business call and Dermot Mulroney looks, looks sad. And that's like the first indication that, oh no, he doesn't want to be with her, but there's no real, and here's the thing. She doesn't really do anything wrong. She's just on a business call. Like, it's weird that that's like the cold open of this movie because I just didn't understand what we were supposed to get from it, except that she's into business and he's not happy.
1: Yeah, and they like go, th- they're they're buying like a Christmas present or something and he goes to the checkout and he's like talking to the the cashier and then Sarah Jessica Parker comes up and she's still on the phone and she, she corrects the cashier somehow. She's like, Oh, can you switch that with that? But she's not even being rude. She's just she's like not. being straightforward sh- and she's on the phone. And then Dermot Mulroney, it's like very purposefully. He's like, thank you. You have a great day. Like to the cashier. And I, I feel like the viewer, as a viewer, we're supposed to be like, wow, Sarah G- Jessica Parker is so mean and Dermot R- Mulroney is such a good guy. But I was just like eye roll immediately at the way it was presented. It's
0: yeah, it's real. And then we get a bunch and then we get the credits, which is a bunch of like um, cheerful Christmas music and like cards with bells on them. And it's like really like it's really pretty, but it also feels like it's like fucking with us. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like like when you watch Saved and you know they're talking about Jesus and you can tell that like they're making fun of the idea of being obsessed with Jesus. That's kind of how the credits of the family. Yeah, like Stone it's like, like oh like,
1: bop da Christmas family. Da, da, da. It's very, yeah, it's like kind of almost hijinksy without the hijinks, although those come later.
0: Yes, and so then we are introduced to the family, and so. This family is what we call capital P, progressive, capital W, woke, wow, yeah, overcompensating, in your face, I hate this, okay, these white people (laughs) are out of control, they, okay, this movie (laughs) sets these white people up as if they are (laughs) the wokest people from Woketown, and how dare (laughs) anyone ever... (laughs) (laughs) have any other life experience or not know what they know and this is really fucking obnoxious shit like it's it's one thing like you know for me as a black person you know i don't like to like explain certain things because i'm you know living my life and everyone's always asking me to explain things when white people are smug about being woke it's obnoxious you had to learn the same shit pay it forward motherfuckers okay so we got this so we've got like <laughs> Diane Keaton here with with Craig T Nelson and they're just like this like beautiful like loving couple and Craig T Nelson's one of those dads that just like kisses the sons and you can tell that he's like super loving and blah very blah blah very comfortable
1: with his masculinity yeah. like healthy yeah <laughs> like and yeah and i mean Diane Keaton plays kind of who Diane Keaton always plays especially in her current like phase now, which is like the cool like older progressive woman, even though that always makes me clench my asshole because I think about Woody Allen. But we're not going to get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
0: She's she's definitely and she. This is this is her like up to eleven. Like this is her at her most. And it's also really funny because like they're later on in this later on in this movie, very later on. Sarah Jessica Parker says, I love the gays. And it's like it's it's a very adorable moment, in my opinion. Um, and like, you know, we're supposed to hate her because she would say something like that. But also Diane Keaton has definitely said that in a movie before. Definitely. Oh, for sure. And, 100%. It, was supposed, and it was supposed
1: to be like really like she's probably said it in adorable. real life before. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, so it's, it's anyway. Also, so this yeah. is Sarah Jessica Parker,
1: like right after Sex in the City, that era. Um, oh,
0: yeah. Directly after. It's funny because like so Chris, she's no- like so not Carrie in this. Chris funny. gets the perfect man and she gets this. And like right. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this is so rude. This is so rude. This yeah. is Such a read. But uh, like, yeah, uh, it's OK. Yeah. So um, and then we get the they have. So it's like a big family. And then there's a son who is a, one of the people in the family is like gay and deaf. And he is um, Tyrone uh, Giordano. Yes, yes. And he plays a character named Thad. And it's just like, and then he has, and then of course, like he has like a black boyfriend. So we have like Brian's Jr. Like, I was like,
1: I don't know if I'm a bad person, but I feel like it's over the top that they like just put all of the, like they're like, the black boyfriend is with the deaf, gay son. Like, no, it was a lot. He's gay and black, and our son is deaf and gay. And I'm like, wow, they really like try to jam a lot into these two It few was people. a lot. Yes.
0: Yeah. it was, it was and it was it very could it was- spread out
1: the like progressive And it was very
0: purposeful That's the problem with it It's like It's This isn't a movie That's just like Oh it's just like this And we just It's a movie that's Constantly pointing out How progressive they are Because they are like this Because their family Is so like Unconventional Yeah It's it's a very like We're patting each other On the back Kind of movie And it's very strange In that way And And there's
1: several moments Where like people Well I mean We'll get into one of them Way later But like where Family members Are openly like I love you you like to the deaf brother like in ways that kind of creep me out they're like i love you you're gay and deaf and i love that and i'm like okay stop yeah it's like
0: (laughs) so much like there's like Uh... there's just like like there's a there's yeah there's a moment later where diane keaton's just like talking to thad and she's just like she's just like you're you're the most normal person in this family and she's like signing to him and it's just like this would be a scene if he was 12 yeah. This ex- is a grown man. You don't need to tell him that. Yeah, he he's fine. He's like, been living he's in this world long enough. Absolutely fine. Yeah, this, he, yeah it's very patronizing. It's so patronizing
1: <laughs> and he's supposed to be touched by it and it also made me feel like 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 I don't it made me curious about the writing because I was like is this supposed to be is the family supposed to be over the top like this? Or were the writers the ones who are really trying to be like, look at how progressive we're going to make this movie. Like, I I'm, I have a hard time separating that line.
0: It's like, it's weird because like, you know, like I said, this is written and directed by a gay man who has written, who wrote like a gay rom-com before this. So I'm just thinking that like, this is maybe like his idea like this is like an ideation like this is what I want a progressive family to like like I like wish in a my film. family was like this almost right. yeah. Yeah. yeah i th- th- that that might be it and i don't know if that's being patronizing by saying that but i also just like the gay. the thing is is that like the gay characters are not the main characters in this <laughs> no they're not so like, they don't really
1: have any conflict they don't like it,
0: yeah so it's just it, it's 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 just very interestingly placed stuff where it just feels like it was, like, for them. And, like, of course, like, if I'm, like, when I write, like, I'm, of course, going to, when I write scripts, of course, you know, I put in, like, appreciation for black women, a lot of black women characters. So, like, I don't know, like, I'm not, not it's like, faulting the writer for being, like, okay, <laughs> so everybody is just going to be amazing to this gay couple. I mean, that's really great. So, I guess, but it's also just, like, weird because the way that it's framed... <sighs>
1: Yeah, it's it's not that I'm like I <laughs> yeah. want people to be mean to the gay couple. It's more it's more the way the family singles out the gay deaf son multiple times. Yeah, and it's like they're singling him out to make him feel less alone. But I'm like, that's way more like. I and don't it's know. just like this is like a 30
0: year old man.
1: Yeah, like he didn't just come out like of the yeah, closet. It's very so. strange.
0: Yeah, and it's just like everybody. Yeah, it, it, it's it's very weird. But yeah, so it's just like there's that, and then there's um. Elizabeth Reeser, who is like pregnant and she's got a daughter and like her husband is coming later, but she's like perfectly fine and has absolutely no conflict. Um, And there is uh, Rachel McAdams in this movie who uh,
1: she's a nightmare.
0: A, a complete nightmare. <laughs>
1: like she's, yeah, she's supposed to. Like all, this is another character where I'm not sure what the movie wanted from me, and that's fine because I was gonna do what I was gonna do. But like, I couldn't tell. I felt like the movie wanted us to immediately be on her side, um even though there was no reason to. But she's, she's like the like she's like single, still, she's, youngest. She's, I think she's supposed to be the youngest like of the kids. And she's like supposed to be kind of cool and aloof, and she's kind of mean, and she doesn't like Sarah Jessica Parker because she visited uh, her brother Dermot Mulroney, and like Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker just like I guess was too uptight, and she's just very like yeah whatever.
0: Yeah, like, she's still. I, I feel like this is this is a year after Mean like Mean Girls was two thousand four, right? I think yeah. Yeah. yeah, so this is, like, right after Mean Girls. Um, this is also right after The Notebook. So, I mean, it's it's weird. Yeah, she's in very, like... It's like it's like if you, like, mixed her Mean Girl character with her Notebook character. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where she's hanging around like at here. Like, all Regina George. Yeah, yeah, she is all... She
1: just has, like, brown hair and, like, wears sweatshirts. She's got, like, glasses. Yeah. Like, she's, like... Like, it's obvious that she, like... Like, has a punk mixtape in her room. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. And it's like, here's the thing: like, completely divorced from this movie. This is a version of Rachel McAdams that I very much want to have sex with. But in this
1: movie, she's terrible. Yeah, she's no, terrible. Absolutely. she's very sexy, but she's very awful. Yeah, um, and I don't like. And yeah, yeah. I just like the movie makes me feel like I'm supposed to be on her side, or like she's supposed to be cool, and I'm supposed to want to be her friend or something and i don't and maybe i'm reading too much into that but like it feels like the writer like is like this is the cool that's that cool girl (laughs) yeah 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 and maybe it's like that's the kind of woman he likes to be friends with yeah um so yeah uh, i guess uh,
0: so sarah jessica parker shows up and uh she's supposed to be staying With Dermot Mulroney, which we will get to him. Um, Yes, we will. (laughs) She's supposed to be staying with Dermot Mulroney, but she doesn't really want to stay in the same room as him because she thinks that it's improper. And the entire family shames her because she thinks that it's improper. Now... (laughs) I, like... Everybody's mean to her about it. Everyone's mean to her about it. Here's, like... I did not. Some people were raised to believe that it is improper to sleep in the same room as their partner in their parents' home, and there is nothing wrong with feeling
1: that way. Yes. (laughs) Also, like, there's... Yeah, I was going to say, that's, like, not that unusual. Also, there's a lot of families who, like, know that, you know, their grown child and their partner have sex, but again like might not have the accommodations to have them sleep in the same room or like or or where it would be normal like yeah of course they do that but they're not gonna do that here we're gonna have this person stay on the couch and this person over here like so i didn't understand why the whole family was freaking out like they needed them to have sex at christmas
0: yeah yeah it's very weird like yeah um diane keaton's just like oh what so you don't screw (laughs) and i'm just like what the Fuck is wrong. I know, I was, everyone's such a
1: dick. The family has <laughs> no boundaries, also. Like, and I mean, I don't know. I like, I come from a big family, and so I understand that aspect where there's just so many people. Like, you, you're not going to have prim boundaries, but like the mom being like, you guys don't have sex. I was just like, eh, it was so much. On. And it's just
0: like everybody like communed about like everything that was wrong with her before she showed up. So it was just like she couldn't, she couldn't win. Like, nobody gave her a second. Like, everybody.
1: Like, they Rachel. were immediately
0: mad at her. Yeah, because Rachel McAdams shows up, and she's like, oh, my God. She took us to this fancy restaurant, and, like, she just talked the entire time. And, like, what a bitch. It's just, like, sounds like she took you to an expensive restaurant. I and I know. Talk talk to me all
1: you want if you're going to buy me expensive food. But <laughs> also... Like, I'm on board.
0: <laughs> and it's also... I hate it when people are just like, oh, she talks too much. When what they're really doing is just, like, sitting there and letting them talk. Like, if you think that someone talks too much... you n- 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 find a way to interrupt them or find a way to interject into the conversation and find a way to like make it, you can overpower someone in conversation. You can do it in a very nice way. You can, it can, people who complain about this are very passive people in my opinion. A lot of the time. And and it's
1: like, (laughs) like if, if, um, if Sarah Jessica Parker was consistently interrupting Uh, Rachel McAdams like and like ignoring her or whatever that would be one thing but for Rachel McAdams to just sit there at dinner and sulk and then later complain that Sarah Jessica Parker talked it's like yeah she was filling the space that you left you know like yeah Yeah, because you
0: weren't saying anything because you were too probably too busy silently judging her
1: yeah and she probably felt that nervous energy and then like it created a nervous energy yeah um and so uh so this is
0: happening and Luke Wilson shows up and Luke Wilson is the only character that Seems to like Sarah Jessica Parker, and yeah, I I mean that he likes Sarah Jessica, as in Dermot Mulroney does not. Um, he Luke Wilson shows up, and he's just like oh my gosh he's just like she she seems she seems sweet and like everybody just stares at him and then like he but he's also just like this like sage like character where he's just like oh but you two don't love each other yeah yeah and anyway. he's like, I see
1: everything yeah, and he's, <laughs> yeah he shows up and he's like I don't get why you guys are being so weird to her like she's she's a little shy but she's like beautiful and smart and like obviously like cares enough to come you know and meet you all
0: the <laughs> cat yeah and it's weird Because like he shows up And he says all these things But the movie doesn't really Seem to be on his side But they just It's like they just like Needed his perspective anyway Or he's there Or he's like Supposed to be weird Yeah because so that's he kind why of he feels like, that way
1: Because <laughs> he does definitely He's like kind of Hitting on her too Like he's like Hey Like he's like Very like Winking the whole time Like yeah, that kind of, And it's obvious That he's kind of Into the fact that She's like More withdrawn And he's Because he's so not He's so just like yeah, I'm going to go smoke t- pot with dad outside So he's like, hey, what's up, quiet lady <laughs> Yeah um, But, I mean Yeah, he's like the only one who doesn't write her off Because she doesn't want to sleep with The brother in the house I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? That's so creepy and voyeuristic
0: Yeah, it's it, it's very strange Um, So, like, they So they try Dermot Mulroney is very very kind of stands up for her kind of like every once in a while he'll just be like give her a chance, grr, grr, chance. yeah or he'll he, there's chance. one
1: point where he grr. yells at everyone he's like grr. i love her and i'm gonna marry grr. her he's so like
0: yeah he almost like jumps at rachel mcadams and that scene is just like Ugh! like yeah you're on like nurse. why are uh! you so
1: because rachel mcadams is like she is like <laughs> Full on mean to Sarah Jessica Parker Like she's like she whispers about her She says cutting remarks And passing and so yeah like Dermot Mulroney Is weird cause he he like gaslights Sarah Jessica Parker to her face He's like well I don't know why you couldn't share the room With me and Sarah Jessica Parker's like I just you know feel weird And he doesn't back her up on that shit but then he like Yells at his family randomly so I'm like What do you want dude
0: Yeah it's yeah it's <laughs> It's it's so much Like uh, I'm gonna. I I don't know how long we can really like um wait to talk about how terrible he is um. But we should we should recap a little bit more of the plot first because I feel like it's gonna take a little bit longer to get into why he is
1: why he's so shitty why he's
0: so shitty yeah. So um so they try to warm up to her and they're just like oh how did you guys meet and then Sarah Jessica Parker does this long like totally theater kid monologue where she just like <laughs> I was thinking about company the entire time where she just like goes oh we met where the blah blah, yeah. blah 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 and then did you know blah and then we keep on changing location and blah 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 and I'm just sitting here just like oh my god why you why are you doing her like this and I mean she she gives the monologue great, but it's just like, everybody's so annoyed that she's telling the story of how they met.
1: Everyone's so irritated, but they asked. Yeah. They're like, Oh, look at her being annoying and answering our questions. I'm like, you guys are such pricks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's so weird. Um, uh, so there's, so there's just like more like hijinks and shit. And then there's, uh, uh, then they, then they play charades. Uh, (laughs) Oh yes, they play charades, which they, they play charades and Sarah Jessica Parker, the the movie or the title of whatever she has to do is The Bride Wore Black. And so she pantomimes everything and then she and then she points at Brian J. White. And like it's very clear that she just I'm not going to like make excuses because she definitely was pointing at him. But I do think that Rachel McAdams is basically just like, oh my God, I can't believe you're pointing Sing at her. him. You're so racist. It's weird because it's a situation where Sarah Jessica Parker shouldn't have pointed at him, but also Rachel McAdams making this gigantic deal out of it, just like to prove what great of an ally She's like, she I'm is. i such a
1: good white person. It's yeah. such a
0: weird scene because... Um,
1: like I would never point at him.
0: I'll We're, just use him
1: as a prop to make myself look better. Yeah. And then <laughs> like, and
0: then of course, Brian, all he can do in that scene is just like, thank Rachel McAdams. Like she, like she did like did him this incredible service where it's like not that big of a deal to be. I mean, I don't know if I was the only black person in the room and that had happened to me. I mean, it would have been weird, but I feel like I would have just been like made a joke about it and
1: moved on. Yeah. No, uh, uh, (laughs) Rachel McAdams, like, basically is like, oh my God, that's so fucked up. You just pointed at him and then everybody finds out what the charades, uh, you know, like with the, Prompt was and then Sarah Jessica Parker like runs out of the room and starts crying because she's so embarrassed and Brian J White is just like okay like I feel like he's just like okay white women like (laughs) like, yeah and it's like like, you guys aren't that different from each other like calm down yeah and like Luke Wilson like gives Rachel McAdams a noogie and it's just like why are you so mean and it's just like no but really why (laughs) yeah no she's really she's really got such an issue and it's weird because it's not even like she's close she doesn't seem that close with Dermot Mulroney so it's not like. She's like a sister who's like really close to her brother and like has strong opinions she because seems, like it's her best friend. Like she seems really close to everybody but Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, so that's why <laughs> I found that weird too because it wouldn't justify it. But if she was like best friends with her brother and didn't connect with Sarah Jessica Parker, it would make a little more sense.
0: And everybody's names uh, in this movie just because this is because I just find their names just to be super tweet. It's the Family Stone because not only is it about a wedding ring because we find out that Dermot Mulroney. W- has has brought Sarah Jessica Parker there because he wants his grandmother's ring from Diane Keaton to propose to her. So there's that, but there's also their last name is Stone, and Diane Keaton is Sybil Stone, and Craig T. Nelson is Kelly Stone, and Dermot Mulroney is Everett Stone, Ben Stone. That's Luke Wilson, and Susanna Stone, Thad Stone, Amy Stone. God, it's so <laughs> it's annoying. A it's, it's a lot. It's so annoying. <laughs>
1: It's so annoying, <laughs> and and it's yeah, it's it's a lot, and like it's it's weird. I'm I'm like very mad at Diane Keaton for how immature she is. Um, she's she acts like a teenager. She she totally movie. acts like a teenager. Like her and Amy McAdams are like equal mature wise maturity wise. Like Diane Keaton's not as like Amy overtly McAdams. <laughs> Did I say Amy McAdams? I said Rachel McAdams. Oh my gosh. There's always, I feel like sometimes when I start talking really fast, I just jumble a bunch of names. (laughs) I'm like Elizabeth Giordano, Claire Nelson. Oh yes. Luke J. White. Um, Oh, Luke J. White. Yes. Um, I'm going to make like a collage, but uh, Rachel McAdams and Diane Keaton, um, her name's Amy in the movie. So I like, uh, yeah, no, it's fair. Um, oh and brian j white's character's
0: name is patrick uh
1: they're they're just like equally shitty um diane keaton just isn't as direct to sarah jessica parker about it although she does say a few things but instead she just pouts and then all the grown kids are like mom's upset go talk to mom go talk mom, to mom has a feeling you hurt mom's feelings mom's mad and i was like uh is this a grown-ass woman like hit <laughs> like like for being so progressive does she not know about therapy or <laughs> like yeah it's meditation or yeah yeah
0: um so sarah jessica parker gets really upset and she runs upstairs after the whole charades thing and she gets on dermal Mulroney for not standing up for her which is a which it keeps on happening because he's just so bad at it because he's, he's so, so bad
1: at pretending to like her. He's so bad. Yeah, yeah. There's like, you're not convinced at all. And the thing is, she's not either. Like, I don't know if she ever, she must've been at some point cause she's there, but yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker is just like, you don't like me.
0: Yeah. It's it. And so she decides that she's going to invite her sister, Claire Danes. And she also decides that she's going to go stay at a hotel and you know and i mean she says things to him he just lies so much to her because he she's like i can see you starting to see me the way that they see me and and he's just like no and i'm just like no but that's exactly what's happening and it's weird that you won't just like tell her yeah that you won't
1: just you won't just say yeah i am like
0: Having, having a, doubts about this Having doubts
1: And I don't really agree with you On X and X and X I agree with my family Instead he's just like Wow you're like so sensitive <laughs> Yeah oh, he's such like, he's, he's such a piece of
0: garbage He's he is garbage Um, So they go So she goes to a hotel And right before she goes <laughs> Luke Wilson shows up And like gives her some coffee And then he's just like Oh that's mom's mug So he gives her like Diane a coffee and Diane so Keaton's So stressful
1: He's <laughs> such a little trickster he's like <laughs> make sure you bring that back like he's very like he's nice to her but he also likes to make her nervous um oh my god he's like a little he's like a little high school. you know those like high school boys
0: that are just like ah uh, like they're just like yeah. constantly just like eyeing you they're just like but they're not gonna like actively pursue you but they're just like <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, they're like they're like, oh, is that so? Oh mm -hmm. I'm gonna kind of make fun of you, but also like be obsessed with you. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) that's like Luke Wilson's whole
0: vibe. That is his whole vibe, yeah. Um so Dermot Mulroney goes to Diane Keaton about the ring. Diane Keaton won't give me give him the ring because she's just like you're not going to be happy. You don't love her. I don't understand why you're doing this. And then Marlon's just like dim, 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 dim. so he just goes to the store. Um, him and him and not Luke Wilson brother. Um, go to the store, Thad, uh, to get the ring, and uh, to to go buy a ring. And then he turns to Thad and he's like, Oh, what do you think of this ring? And Thad's just like don't marry her yeah don't do it and then he's just like i'm gonna marry her and then that's just like is this about mom because everything's fucking about mom everybody's obsessed with mom I mean, everyone well, like
1: there's whole sections of the movie where the dad's just like not there Like like yeah Yeah. I'm just like what And then he randomly Appears and is like Central and like But and then he just Disappears and then It's just Diane and All her kids like Running around Oh yeah Craig T
0: Nelson's one big Scene is telling Luke Wilson that that Diane Keaton has Cancer and Luke Wilson is the only One that's like you He's the only one That you see is told That on screen like What's really Interesting is that Like spoilers Diane Keaton dies At the end um she does not live to see the, the Christmas that comes after this Christmas, but no one really openly talks about her having cancer except for that one scene. Yeah. Actually to the point where you wonder, does Sarah Jessica Parker know that she has cancer?
1: No, she doesn't because there's <laughs> that scene where she gives them all a gift that the photo of, um, Diane Keaton holding Rachel McAdams, which finally brings Rachel McAdams around. And, and yeah, I don't think Sarah Jessica Parker knew at that point. Yeah. Cause they're all like crying and she's like, is this okay? And they're like, no, it's really important to have a photo of our mom.
0: Oh yeah. That's, oh yeah. I'll get to that scene. Cause that scene should have made everybody feel like shit. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, that's the big scene, the big scene where Craig T. Nelson tells Luke Wilson, uh, And Luke Wilson cries because his mom is dying. And then we really don't get back to that
1: at all. No, we don't. Like, it's... yeah, we, we don't. So then now we just have this humming knowledge that Diane Keaton has cancer. And so some of her feelings about Sarah Jessica Parker are tied to that because she's like... She's just like, I want like, my kids to be happy before uh, I die. Exactly. And so she's like, I don't want Dermot Mulroney. And, and that does, I will admit, that does give me a little more empathy, even though she's still acting like an asshole because I understand where she's coming from better. Um, but the fact that the movie doesn't actually really address it beyond that, and then she just like, Dies. <laughs> it's like that. Feels like a pretty big plot. Like yeah, it's very plot weird piece to not really like flesh out as and well. And I don't
0: really get the point of her having cancer really. And it it's weird because it feels becomes like easy really way out. important. It becomes really important at the end in a way that it's not really for most of the movie. It's not really about that. No, this movie is really okay. We've talked enough about the plot. So let's let's get into yeah. Let's let's let's, let's get into what's what's wrong with this movie. Um. This movie is really about a man who brings his girlfriend home who he says that he wants to marry and he actually does not want to marry her, but refuses to admit it. Then he falls in love with her sister at first
1: sight. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the the scene where Claire Danes <laughs> arrives because everyone's been mean to Sarah Jessica Parker, so she's like, "Hey, why don't you come?" And, and we'll everyone stay at a hotel. loves Claire Danes. They're Im- immediately, like, immediately she loves literally her. walks in the door and every, and like I guess she fought fell down or something annoying like that, and everybody's like, "Oh no, are you okay?" And it's like there's definitely this moment. She, yeah, all- she falls off the bus. Yeah, where where they're all like, "Oh, you're so charming," and like I feel like they also act like she's like pretty in this way that they like and like i don't know there's just a lot going on there
0: yeah it's it's really it's really wild because like okay so sarah jessica parker decides i'm I'm really gonna try to make an effort so i'm gonna make you know my secret you know my family recipe for like breakfast so she's cooking and stuff and it's like it feels it feels good and then dermot mulroney and thad go to pick up claire danes and it's this meat cute thing where it's just like, oh my God, another blonde woman who is younger than the woman that I'm with. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. What, what is it? You just met. <laughs> you haven't spoken to her yet. Why?
1: Yeah, no, it's <laughs> totally, it's like, oh no. And, and he's immediately like everything she says is like, they're like, like the whole family loves Everyone her. Everyone acts
0: like she's so much better than Sarah Jessica Parker just because she's a little bit more chill.
1: Yeah, that's yeah.
0: really it. And you know, it's easier
1: to be a little they chill the same when, when people don't act like everything you say is horrible. You know, it's pretty hard to be chill when literally people are ready to freak out at you about anything. So same
0: upbringing, same tax bracket, grew up in the same house. So I just don't understand why this one is so much better. It, it just doesn't. It just doesn't track. It's just like white people. White people hating other white people is always like. Has always been like a fascinating, like a spectator thing for me. I'm just like, what's up? Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> that's so funny. Like, what
0: do you, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> like, cause the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. And so, Dermot Mulroney, okay, the problem with Dermot Mulroney here is that he. Did not warn Sarah Jessica Parker about his family. He did not tell his family to be nice to Sarah Jessica Parker. He basically threw her into a lion's den and then quickly lost interest in her and then immediately falls for his for her sister and also doesn't really stand up for her at all. And just like, it, it's just, okay. It's just so weird that I'm saying this because the problem with Sarah Jessica Parker supposedly in this movie is that she's rich. In that she seems a little conservative. In my opinion, she's not conservative, really. She's just clueless. Yeah, which, she just
1: seems kind of sheltered. Yeah, you know? which like, I think limited a, exposure. To a very
0: clear difference. Because the things that she says, she just seems to just not know things. And I just feel like if someone, someone like had the patience to just explain things to her, there wouldn't so many of the bad things that happen in this movie wouldn't happen.
1: Oh, yeah, like if somebody was just like, oh, I understand where you're coming from, but when you say this, sometimes it sounds this way, she probably would just be like, oh, I'm so sorry, I won't say it that way.
0: And it's just like... like it's not that complicated. it's just like the least white people can do for other white people is to listen to each other. Like, y'all are all... <laughs> Once again, I'm just like all of you. <laughs> just... You all had things to learn. You all had to learn it from someone. Someone had to speak to you. Probably someone of color had to speak to you about all of these things. So it's really weird that you feel that you that once you know, you don't have to tell anybody else, and you don't have to inform anybody else, and everybody is just supposed to fucking know. Like, betw- like y'all, are oh, t- it's I'm, so strange. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I it definitely <laughs> it's. Um, I mean. I, I, I think a lot of it comes from like w- self-hatred um and guilt and so I think a lot of white people want to separate themselves from other white people. Oh, 100%. Um, And so like, it is this thing where it's like, okay, I've learned this thing or I'm a little bit more conscious about et cetera, et cetera, you know, whatever it is. So yeah, I'm not like those white people, which are worse than me because like, there's this innate knowledge that like all white people are culpable in a lot of horrible shit just by existing. So it is petty and dumb. It is. It, it is, but I know where it comes from as a white person. Yeah. Like.
0: Because it's like, okay, so at this dinner, uh, which is just so excruciating, basically. Um, Thad and Patrick are talking about having a child and the, something
1: about the race of the child. I don't know. D- just oh, they don't they don't mention the race, but but Claire Danes asks. She's like, yes. oh, like do you do you mind me asking, like if you have a preference on race? And they were just like, no. Yeah. They say no.
0: And then, um, there is something about, they get into a conversation about children being gay. And basically Sarah Jessica Parker's point of view is that she, she's just like, wouldn't it be easier for the child if they were straight because they would have an easier life. And that's a really shitty thing to say, but in her, but from her point of view, it seems compassionate. Like, she that's her way. She's trying to be compassionate, and she's failing. And it, and instead of like the way that they treat her, which is like they yell at her, like they're like banging on the table. Like Craig T. Nelson is like enough, and then and then uh, um, Diane Keaton like yells like damn you or something like that, and like people are just like yelling at they're her, like screaming and at her, they're like yeah. screaming at her, and it's just like how is she supposed to
1: know? Like you have to explain to her why this is wrong. Cause yeah, cause I mean, she's not wrong when it comes to like life will probably be a little harder in certain ways. Like that's not something that she made up. That's true. Like that's her admitting that discrimination exists. Is it cool to be like I all people should be straight and white because life is easier? No, that's weird and fucked up. But like her, her point wasn't actually that wrong. She is the way she p- she put yeah it there.
0: she just. She just seems, she just seems to be like really like naive and like scared about the world. And she's just like, I think she's just one of those people who like, if she had a gay child, she'd be like, oh no, I don't know what to do. It's going to be so hard. I don't know. Like, I'm going to read like a pamphlet. Like I need to go to a seminar. Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, it's just like, she's just coming from the point of view of someone who knows, who like knows that it can be hard, but does not know the specifics and like is, is, and just really does not understand. And everyone who everyone at the table is an adult could explain to her (laughs) this instead of just yelling at her because she's the kind of person who is just like, just like a few nice conversations away from just like being a sweet little Democrat. Like, I'm not saying that she's going to be like a lefty or anything. I'm not going to say that
1: she's going to like, you know, try to abolish capitalism. I'm just saying, yeah, she's not tearing down the system, but she's not like, yeah, I I know. Yeah. She's
0: like, you can, you know, you, you know, she, she can, If you explain something to her, I feel like she would listen. It's that everyone's just yelling at her and everyone's being mean. And it feels really weird that I'm, like, standing up for her. But it's also just, like, I grew up in Georgia and I grew up with people, like, especially white people who did not understand this. And, you know, I don't have that patience anymore. But when I was in Georgia, I had a lot of patience to explain these things. And it was always better to explain these things and in turn people explain things to me like i didn't understand feminism a lot when i was in georgia and you know who like sat me down and explained feminism to me white people and they were very very nice about it because i had terrible opinions about it because i thought that it was like bad and i thought it was about like hating men and like People just, like, people don't know things. You have to explain things to them. Like, it's just... (laughs) No, totally. I mean,
1: everything I've learned has been because somebody was patient with me, you know? Because, like, whether it was a friend or even if... Even times where, like, somebody kind of yelled at me, like, online or whatever, like, and it sucked. But then, like, I was like, oh, well, thanks for saying that. Now I learned. You know? Like, it's... it's, So it is... um,
0: Yeah, so it just comes off... This just comes off really mean because it's just, like, it's just, like, you're... You're you're also white, but you're a little bit richer than us, so we hate you.
1: Yeah and I didn't even <laughs> un- Like I didn't even get That she was supposed To be richer Like I didn't even Make that connection uh, Yeah she, I just <laughs> thought She was just conservative Like, like
0: <laughs> <laughs> And like The way that they Like yelled and stuff Also felt like It reminded me It almost felt like They were set up Like they were supposed To be progressive But like They reminded
1: me Of like conservative families Like the way That they pushed things And like didn't Explain things <laughs> I actually feel like This family is like The straw argument That So many like conservative people use where they're like PC culture, like, and they complain about, um, how, you know, liberals or lefties can't like have a conversation. Like this family feels like that. Yeah. This family feels like they cannot have a conversation. Cause usually when I hear that complaint, I roll my eyes because I know so many people that spend so much time and energy having these conversations all the time. Like, (laughs) um, and I feel like I'm always in one in my inbox, um <laughs> like trying to teach someone something um and but this this family and this movie is like I feel like they exemplify that like annoying liberalism that like doesn't actually want to like make the world better it just wants to feel good about itself right
0: it's like a very like pompous like self-aggrandizing like liberalism that's not interested in conversation and it's like it's not like she it's not like um Sarah Jessica Parker is like you know showing up and like being like anti-semitic or or anything like that or like being like shitty she she's not actually being mean to anyone so it should be easy to talk to her
1: Yeah, she's just learning. And, yeah, and they they freak out on her. Um, And it's also weird to me because, like... (sighs) Thad and uh, Patrick aka Brian J White, they don't really like they don't seem happy about it, but they're not the ones screaming the most. So it's a very performative yeah. like, allyship kind of vibe like
0: we're, uh, like Thad and Be Patrick nice are very quiet people. and
1: I feel like Thad and Patrick are like this isn't really like the battle like the hill we're going to die on. <laughs> like like we actually have to deal with people on the sidewalk looking at us like yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, so, yeah, there's just, like, a lot, yeah, it just doesn't... (laughs) And then like Eventually of course Like Dermot Mulroney Like goes And like follows And Sarah Jessica Parker And is like Are you okay
0: And she's just like Once again You didn't stand up for me
1: And he's And he's just kind of Like bumbling Like oh And of course Claire Danes is still Down there at the table And they all like her Even though she Like they didn't freak out At her for asking About the race of the child Yeah Which is like an equally Like awkward thing That is well meaning But awkward and, Yeah Like, it, like I was I felt Claire like those were On the same level as Right far as, Exactly like, But like
0: everybody was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Claire Danes is not more progressive than Sarah Jessica Parker. She's just quieter, honestly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it's weird. And so, like, Sarah Jessica Parker, like, leaves... And she has trouble with the car, and she, like, backs into something, and, like, everybody's laughing. It's, like, this big humiliation, which, once again, made me think of Saved. Um, I thought of Saved a few times during this, and, like, that's not good, because this movie shouldn't have
1: anything to do with Saved. No, it shouldn't. But like, Although yeah, I love Saved. I
0: was thinking about, like, I was thinking about a Mandy Moore driving her car into Jesus.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Uh, um, but, yeah, there's, like, that thing, and then, and then Luke Wilson comes out there, and he's, like, look, you know, let me let me take you out. And so they go out for drinks and they, they, (laughs) and, and Luke Wilson's basically just like, oh yeah, they don't like you because you don't
1: like chill out because you just try too hard.
0: And I'm just like, that's really funny considering that this is the most like try hard family. I know that's what I thought was funny. I was (laughs) like, they're actually
1: not chill though. They're like screaming about how like chill they are. They're
0: not chill at all. And then like Sarah Jessica Parker is like, I love the gays. And it's just like, it's one of those like, Like conservative white lady things to say But it's also just like I believe her I just believe that she does
1: not understand Yeah it's like kind of cute Like Yeah I don't know Like I just I don't feel like anyone's like Oh she's not that she's not the problem, but she's not the person that you want to come for first. Like It's just like she's, the, she's on the she's on the path to like where you like. Yeah. Just, where you want just, people to be. You just know? give her like some literature. Like give her like, some I box. don't know anyone who was born like knowing everything. And like I don't I don't I don't even know people. Most of the people I hang out with wouldn't even back up stuff they thought five years ago. <laughs> you know? Oh, so, yeah. Like, uh
0: yeah like in 2005 when i saw this movie i thought it was really progressive right (laughs) yeah totally totally um so yeah and then she you know she like lets loose she like lets down her hair and she gets a little drunk and she's just like
1: it's all right okay and that scene actually where she's like dancing by the jukebox it makes me think of um school of rock um and that scene where jack black uh um takes um joan cusack out um and oh my God. And she starts singing uh, fleetwood mac um oh my God. and dancing because it's the same like letting down your hair and everyone thinks you're uptight but you're actually fun slash alcohol
0: <laughs> yeah and like um, oh
1: yeah and paul schneider shows up yeah that plot point
0: because everybody has to everybody has to have a love at the end. Paul Schneider is, like, in, secretly in love with, like, Rachel McAdams and, like, I guess dated her in high school and, like, has a torch for her, whatever. And, like, for some reason, like, <laughs> uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's just like, let's hang out, let's dance! And she's just like, oh, yeah, there's the whole thing where it's like, oh, yeah, he's the one that oh yeah he's he the took one. he
1: took uh rachel he mcadams virginity t- yes
0: because everybody won't stop talking about and they keep on saying oh yeah he's the one that popped your cherry
1: because everybody keeps on talking about cherry which popping. again goes back to the Disgusting. boundaries this. and like again like that's believable but i'm just like oh my gosh also like how i don't know how old rachel mcadams is supposed to be but it, i'm always like unless people actually like get married or are long-term after high school, like, and they've stayed together. I'm like, why would you want to get back with someone from high school? Yeah. Why? It's so strange.
0: Like, why would you want to get back with the person that you lost your virginity to? I never want to speak to that person again. Yeah. Like
1: that's usually not like, (laughs) not that it's a bad experience, but it's usually not actually that good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's, Um, um, so they have like a fun night and it's really, and it's really great. And then Sarah Jessica Parker wakes up in bed with Luke Wilson and she thinks, Oh no, we must have slept together. <laughs> and Craig T. Nelson sees them and he has one of the one of the few scenes where Craig T. Nelson does something and it's just him looking disappointed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like he's just like, huh, oh, and like and then... And downstairs! Oh, uh, meanwhile... <laughs> so, like, while Sarah Jessica Parker was out drinking with Luke Wilson, Dermot Mulroney was, of course, like... And, and Claire Danes were like, where is she? Where did she go? Like, we have to go find her. But they go on, like, a walk. And, like, Claire Danes' job is that she looks at um, art fellowship applications. Um, and so she starts talking about, like, this totem pole that she saw. And then he starts talking about... um a temple he wants to go to and they're both like, Oh wow. Like, um, you're deep. (laughs) And I don't know. And like, he, like everything she says, he's looking at her like, wow, you're so amazing. And I'm I'm just like, want to throw up. Yeah. It just,
0: it actually just like does not make sense. It just makes it seem like
1: the filmmaker likes Claire Danes more. (laughs) Yeah. No, I was like, this is so forced. Like I like Claire Danes. Like she's great. Like, but chill. Like this is making me not like her. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Don't stop. Also, what's also, what does Sarah Jessica Parker hate?
0: Oh uh, yeah. It's weird because Sarah Jessica Parker is so delightful in this role that like s- other people would not have been able to pull off a role like this as oh, like no.
1: adorably as she does. Yeah. The fact that she's still likable despite the lines she's given and the way she's framed speaks to her abilities to be likable. Um, and also, uh, Claire Danes showing
0: up and taking an older woman's man. <laughs> Of course. I'm sorry. As a celebrity gossip archivist, I must point out... The time in which Billy Crudup Left the very pregnant Mary Louise Parker To be with Claire Danes After they worked together on the film Stage
1: Beauty I'm sorry, I had to point I it mean, out I <laughs> mean, and she also plays the grown-up version Of Amy in Little Women Who technically takes Joe's, you know Oh my god Joe's man So so the the younger sister uh, <laughs> Taking the older sister's man that is, a, <laughs> that is truly a Claire Danes trope Oh my god, yeah it's, um, <laughs> Yeah
0: I mean, you know you know, no, no shade. It's just you know,
1: no shade. But like, huh? A real one always <laughs> a little remembers. bit of a like a little bit of a magnifying glass there <laughs> that I'm
0: looking through. That's
1: all. Um, uh, yeah.
0: So he puts the
1: he. She keeps
0: on saying, "I have bigger hands than her. I have bigger hands than my sister." Putting the ring on me doesn't make any sense. And then Dermot Mulroney puts the ring on her anyway. And this is where this is where I realized this guy is.
1: A monster. He's a true mon-
0: he's a like, monster. He's like, like even Claire Danes
1: doesn't want this. He's like, oh well, let's just try it on you because I'm going to propose to your sister. But it's obvious that he's like flirting with Claire Danes, and Claire Danes is she's been flirting back, but she's like trying to draw a, lo- a boundary here, and he's just like, <laughs> no, look at me. Oh my god, it's so.
0: <sighs> it's yeah. It's it's the worst thing ever. This guy. The thing is, is that this movie does not understand that this guy
1: is terrible this guy is a monster yeah we're never given any reason to like him like all we see is him gaslighting his girlfriend kind of like it doesn't even seem like his family likes him that much like they're mad that he's marrying sarah jessica parker but you never like you see way more of the family interact with each other and have like very familial you know like teasing interactions but with him it's just like He's just kind of He's off. terrible. And it's yeah.
0: weird because, like, everybody seems to, like, revere him as he, as if he's the, the most important person in the
1: family. Everyone, even, like, the dad and the mom seem to, like, really bow to this. Like, this is our, our golden son. And, like, Luke Wilson's supposed to be kind of like the black sheep. Like, he's, like, I don't know. He smokes pot and, like.
0: Yeah, um, I guess it's because Dermot Mulroney is the oldest. But, yeah, it's weird. Everyone everyone is so obsessed with him and obsessed with what he's going to do. And, like. I actually think it's kind of patronizing that they don't just give him the ring and let him make his own mistake because it's not he can just bring the ring back.
1: Yeah, and like adults are gonna do what they're gonna do. You know? Yeah. Like, it's so uh, weird that they're, they're just s- He's not, asking, he's not asking permission. He's telling you guys.
0: Everybody loves him in a way that like Dermot Mulroney is one of those people who is constantly playing like ain't shit dudes, but everyone loves him anyway because he's handsome. And he just has been getting
1: away with this for decades. Yeah, and you know, it's one of those things, we've <laughs> talked about this before, where an actor or actress plays similar roles through the years, and it's an unsavory type of role. And I start to wonder where the lines between their actual personality and these roles are yeah (laughs) like are they getting cast this way because they just are so good at it or is it their acting or is it their actual vibe
0: yeah uh, yeah it's very yeah i just feel like it is even when he's supposed to be a nice guy i'm just like
1: i'm like you're Uh, a little (laughs) trifling and i'm like yes you know he is handsome in that very like capital h handsome like he is wearing a suit and he has a jaw but like i'm bored yeah (laughs) you know yeah uh so all of
0: this stuff happens, and Sarah Jessica Parker um, slaps Luke Wilson because she thinks that he took advantage of her. Which, I mean, fair.
1: Yeah, like I mean, he was like really pumping the drinks. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I think I think that it was a fair slap in my yeah. opinion.
1: and like he knew he she was emotionally vulnerable. Um,
0: yeah, and but
1: th- yeah, and so they go, so they go down, st- so they go to like do
0: gifts, and you find out that sarah jessica parker got a gift for everyone and it's a really beautiful photograph of diane keaton pregnant and it's like really really great and it's like in black and white and she got it framed for everyone and everyone just like cries and tears up and everything and it's one of those moments where it's like oh everybody thinks that she's such a bitch and that she doesn't listen it's like she was
1: very intuitive about this one thing and she made sure that everyone had like she was so thoughtful. And she said, Oh, I just saw this photo and I just thought it was so beautiful. I thought you'd all want like a framed copy. And of course at this point, Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't know that Diane Keaton has cancer. So there's this like layer of emotion there. Um, and, and then, and then Rachel McAdams is like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm like, finally. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, I'm sorry. But I'm just like, you guys are so rude. <laughs>
0: yeah, every yeah, everybody is so terrible. Um, and then... Um Sarah Jessica Parker is just like I'm sorry Everett like I can't marry you because she sees the ring on her sister's finger and she's just like oh I can't marry you and then he has the nerve to say in front of everybody that I wasn't going to propose to you which is stupid because why did you put the ring on her in the first place if you weren't preparing to propose why would you put the ring on her sister why would you take the ring out and
1: also if you felt that way why would you embarrass her in front of everyone that's something that
0: he could have told her later.
1: And then she just starts like crying and like i mean because yeah duh who wouldn't like yeah and i was just like he's the cruel. real like, everyone's such a your villain your sister's wearing your engagement ring and then now he's gaslighting in front of everyone and pretending that he wasn't going to propose so she just loses her he, mind like, he
0: basically like changes his mind while he's putting the ring on her which is just such fucking yeah, like, bullshit actually
1: you know it's stuck on claire dane so i guess since i had one nice conversation with her I should marry her
0: it's so Stupid and then she you know She just like word vomits and then she's just Mentions that she thinks that she slept with Luke Wilson and then Luke Wilson is just like Oh no we didn't sleep
1: together and then everybody Yells at Luke Wilson for telling the truth About that yeah no he's like oh no You were just drunk and I just like tucked you into My bed but we didn't have sex or anything Which it's like okay good You know because Luke Wilson like He's definitely flirty and the movie Definitely set it up so that you would have Believed if they'd slept together but he didn't Seem rapey, like he was like he was flirty, and he's definitely there's a part of him that seemed attracted to her, but he wasn't like, um, yeah, like he wasn't like I'm gonna get her in my bed,
0: yeah. And so everybody just like oh, nice, and then and then uh, <laughs> and Sarah Jessica Parker gets the saddest line in the movie, which is Isn't there anybody that loves me? And I'm just like, oh, oh baby, God. and then she like goes and
1: she like accidentally drops like a. F- like one of the dishes she made like on the kitchen and now <laughs> finally Diane Keaton and Rachel McAdams come in and now that now that they have finally broken her they're like oh no let us clean oh, you no. up and are no you we okay? actually like
0: you and we were just we were just being hard on you no we think that you're like they actually we just wanted
1: to see you crumble and now we'll make you feel stupid for crumbling like, like I was like I, like, like, like I hate these just bitches like,
0: you <laughs> I hate them and, it, and she and she was like you're not better than me and then Diane Keaton's like
1: oh no you're probably better than all of us and I'm just like you you don't what i'm like uh, now <laughs> now you're gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> like like i was just like the levels here and but like i do feel like given like the the characters that they were supposed to be i did feel like those characters would do that you know like once she fell apart they would be like what oh no like um yeah it's very and then and then, and then this fucking movie and
0: then dermot moroni decides that he's going to fight luke wilson because because he thinks that uh they slept together Luke Wilson and Sarah Jessica Parker slept together And it's just like why are you fighting for a woman That you don't want Also the
1: night before after he'd been talking And walking with Claire Danes There's a point where like Claire Danes is going to bed And he stands by the door Basically like it's trying not, to get He's trying, trying to, trying to sleep with her And yeah. she's like no we can't do this So like his hypocrisy is so Through the roof that he's like Hey I'm gonna fight you for like making sure my drunk Girlfriend that I've been a shitty to went to bed, even though I was actually trying to have sex with her sister. Like, what?
0: yeah it's 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 so weird that he is trying to like have the high ground here when luke wilson really didn't do anything wrong like luke wilson comes out scot-free here he did nothing yeah wrong. he
1: really and like i actually <laughs> like when luke wilson at one point says to sarah jessica parker when they're at the bar he's like you have a freak flag you gotta let it fly like he's he's more and and you said this he said he's kind of sage. like he's more intuitive than the rest of the family i feel like he notices things more about people and he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be thought of as good. He's just like, nah, I'm just a dude. Whatever.
0: Yeah, it, yeah. And so they they basically like destroy the house and destroy the kitchen table with this stupid fight because Dermot Mulroney is a piece of shit. And then after the fight, Dermot Mulroney just like kind of is just. Like, kind of like shrugs at Sarah Jessica Parker. Like they don't even really reconcile, and then he immediately runs off to chase after Claire Danes, who leaves because she caused trouble and she should be leaving.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then, and then we're just like, fucking brought to the next Christmas. Like, uh, yeah, it's so weird because, like... There's all this conflict.
0: There's all this conflict. He chases down Claire Danes, and we're supposed to be really invested in him chasing down Claire Danes because this is, like, his love, and it's and it's just not believable, and it's, like, no. no close-ups really believe it. You know, the scene where
1: Luke Wilson is in the bed and
0: is looking at Sarah Jessica Parker, I believe that
1: way more. Oh, for sure. Like, you way more believe that he cares about her, and they've also just had a night where they, like, talked about, like, messy, hard feelings whereas claire danes and dermot mulroney had one conversation where they just kind of wax poetic about like art which i'm not saying that's not something that connects you but like it's not as vulnerable yeah um i don't know what that sound is right (laughs) is that a microwave there's like a weird sound um so it's just yeah so there's like this chasing and we're supposed to be invested and this goes this really does go back to the whole like I'm expected to care about Dermot Mulroney and I don't. And honestly, like I like Claire Danes as an actress um, and I don't really care about her in this movie either because she's just posed as, you know, the more desirable like sister. And I hate that. I, first of all, I hate that. um, I hate that kind of trope in general. um, (laughs) I I, I found the sound. (laughs) (laughs) I took care of it. Jordan found the sound. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, uh, but like, yeah, we're just... Oh, oh, also, also, so when, when Sarah Parker was drunk, she invited Rachel McAdams' high school lover to Christmas because she's drunk, and she's just like, yeah, no, come hang out. Like, she still totally likes you, which is like, girl, you don't know that. Um, she's like, she still totally likes you. Come, like, come get her. You got to come get her. So in this messy, like, second-to-last scene, um... Uh, Rachel McAdams high school boo comes and like brings her a gift. Um, Paul Schneider, uh, and is just like, uh, I was invited by, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker. And then like, they like end up like talking in a car and like making out and like that just sparks them back again. And I'm like, I have so many questions about this. Like, like, okay. He took her virginity, but like, what was their actual relationship? Like, did they date for a long time? You know, what was, um, and Also, like, I think it's ironic, like, this movie tries so hard to be progressive. um, But I think it's ironic how it's trying to be progressive, but it also needs to couple everyone up. Like, I'm like, "You're, you're trying to be this, you know, it's like, look, look at our gay son. But, like, they couldn't have, like, a grown adult daughter who doesn't get shacked up with a dude, you know, or who doesn't, like, get married or isn't part of a couple. I just thought that was ironic that it was, like such yeah, a like kind very, of heteronormative vibe like yeah yeah everybody gets their mate you know um it's,
0: it's, yeah it's very weird that like everybody just like kind of ends up together and that it's just this whole chill thing where it's just like diane keaton is like this martyr it's like almost like cupid martyr that like brought everyone <laughs> she was together. the sacrifice
1: she was the sword in the stone and, like, everybody oh. <laughs> i'm sorry. <laughs> That, like, didn't even make sense. No, but I, could I have don't care. It. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you.
0: Oh, my God. This movie, like, I feel like this is great. <laughs> I'm a little sick, so if I've been, like, weird or stuttery or anything, that's why. And also, I think, also the dishwasher started beeping, which I feel is a good reflection of the dysfunction of this film. <laughs> Absolutely. You're like, What's, what
1: shenanigans are going on in the kitchen? Like, and... Like, we have this, oh, we have this mess scene, and then this movie just ties it all up with a literal, like, red Christmas bow in the last scene where (laughs) Luke Wilson and Sarah Jessica Parker are a couple, and Dermot Mulroney... And Claire Danes are a couple. I just, I love how the sisters are just like, yeah, it's cool. We're with brothers. <laughs> oh, remember your ex, yeah, they almost like, fiance? I'm with him now. They just,
0: yeah, they just honestly just
1: switch. They switch. <laughs> I can't, I, mean, I can't. And then, and then of course, Rachel McAdams is there with Paul Schneider. I think Elizabeth Reaser's husband shows up, but she doesn't. He even does. Seem he like, does
0: show up. He he's standing by the tree. He's the because I was like, who's this unidentified white man? And I was like, oh, that's Elizabeth Reaser's husband. Oh yeah. And then of course, um, uh, that <laughs> and Patrick show up, and they they have a son, and the son is black, and <laughs> Craig T. Nelson has this so like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, has this so like of uh, the white family in Get Out before before you find out that they're evil kind of moment where. It's like looking at this little black child is just like king of kings Yeah he calls him <laughs> king of kings And then like he lifts
1: him up Almost like it's Lion
0: King uh, Yeah just look at this black child And just like also this black child's name is Gus Which LOL
1: I know I was like wow Wait, a-. I mean I guess I guess he won't have to deal with Like issues on his resume I don't know what you're doing with that I, name Yeah I
0: feel like Gus is also the name of the baby From Queer as Folk And I'm just like Whoa you're like, what is,
1: like, this name does not need to <laughs> so be revived. Many,
0: so many babies named guts. Um. Yeah, man. Wow. The Family Stone. I, I this I, is a very like anticipated episode. And I don't know if we said anything profound about this movie. I don't I know. know. I. I.
1: Me neither. Like I'm not sure. Like I. I can't tell if we like just summed it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, I can't tell if we really said anything because it's so hard to like because there's it's so much not to really explain. about anything. That's the thing is like this movie has a lot of noise but not a lot of substance and that's one of my biggest complaints besides the fact that i find most of the characters insufferable um uh and the treatment of sarah jessica parker is just like like ridiculous like i'm like again normally i'm not like oh like the uptight character like that's not usually the person i align with because i usually relate to them less um yeah uh but yeah she's just trying and she's trying so hard like it it seems like
0: the thing is is that like me queer black woman leftist would probably be friends with her Because she just seems nice And she just seems
1: like She needs a little instruction Yeah like I'm I'm all <laughs> Like I'm down to be her white friend Who like teaches her a little bit she also So that she seems, doesn't embarrass herself Like She
0: also <laughs> seems like If you go out for drinks If you go out for dinner She's picking up the tab She's paying for your dinner She's paying for appetizers She's getting you a nice drink On your, She remembers
1: your birthday She's gonna send you a card Like Oh these, yeah Yeah No she's one of those friends Like I remember there was a certain point, like, right after college where I was, like, I need – because, like, you know, I was just hanging out with people from college. I was, like, I need friends who are, like – I need stable friends, <laughs> like – but I was, like, I wanted older – I was, like, I need some older friends who, like, we can eat dinner, <laughs> like, structured dinner. Yeah. Like, who will, like – Be nice to me She's taking you you to brunch That don't need a party Yeah Yeah. She's that friend That You broke up with someone
0: You're staying on her couch You're staying
1: on her couch Yeah And then like You know On the the opposite When she's like I need to go out And let my hair down I am going crazy with work You're like Hey girl I'll show you this fun bar Like let's go have fun Yeah This this Um, is the
0: kind of person Where it's like You put her on something It's like Oh you introduce her To hip hop Yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah Oh my gosh Yeah totally Totally What a cutie
0: yeah. I just, she's, no, she
1: was <laughs> fun. I wanted to go drink with her at that scene. I was like, she's so cute. Yeah. I just, um, I
0: just, I, I'm sorry. Like, I know that I, I just, I can't, like, there are so many reasons for people to be hateable, but it's just like a person that actually wants to learn and a person that's actually trying to be a nice person. Why hate them? Yeah. Yeah. There's so <laughs> many
1: people that don't want to learn or that like actively want to make people feel bad. Like, let's, let's put our vitriol towards them. Yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: What a, what a, what a nice. Yeah.
1: yeah I just, I like Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, um,
0: yeah. And if I were going to recommend uh, a holiday movie <laughs> uh, that's not this, uh, that also has, oh yeah, I can think of one that also has Claire Danes. It's good. Uh, Home for the Holidays. Love Home oh, for yeah, the Holidays. I really
1: like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, my, I always like to watch uh, Christmas movies uh, in the summer. Um whenever it starts getting hot I usually have a week or two where I watch Christmas movies. Um, <laughs> so maybe maybe I'll rewatch that. But you guys yeah, you guys should check that out and also um just you know, rate, review, subscribe, comment, give us your suggestions and your feelings and your hearts. Yes. I want I want all of your hearts. Yes. Uh,
0: yes, we love you. Yes,
1: we do. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i hope you love us too otherwise yeah. that was really awkward right no, uh, yeah I everybody mean, listening is like thank you <laughs> I hope that the, we
0: hope that the love is returned yeah and um you can probably
1: watch this movie uh, yeah i mean again it's like very watchable uh, yeah it, it's, it's very, a good thing to keep in the it background a lot of good, good actors. if you pay t- if,
0: just don't pay like a little too much attention to it because it's just and you start to
1: <laughs> yeah the, it feels like the movie is filled up with so much noise you're not able to like some of our movies were able to go really deep because there's like one really basic bad plot but this one has so many plot things going on at once that are all bad that you just like you just have to sort it out and then like cleanse it out of your brain yeah, yeah. Um, anyway thank you guys um for existing I'm Bronwyn Isaac I'm Jordane Searles bye bye
0: Oh yeah, back it up, back it up Let's dump this truck Oh yeah, back it up, back it up Oh uh-uh, yeah, let's dump this truck Maybe tomorrow he'll say